Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Good afternoon. Recorded live.
I even love you for the bad times. Because the rain we have to depend on you even more and more and more and more. And more. I love you, Lord. Minister Nyoka, God bless you richly and abundantly. You too, man of God. God bless you. Bless you. Good afternoon, everyone. We want to welcome you to the Prophet's Corner. On behalf of Pastor Maureen Chen Daly, Simple Words Ministry, we want to welcome you here today. God is a good God today, saints. He told me to tell the people of God that are on the prayer call not to leave. One of the subjects that a lot of people do preach on is finances, and people run another direction. As soon as you hear finances, you run. And God don't want you to run today. He wants you to stay. Amen? Praise God. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome uh, my spiritual daughters that are on the call um, I'm not sure if any of my sons are here or not, but we want to welcome you also. Praise God. And if Apostle Robinson is on the prayer call, I greet and salute you, mighty woman of God. God bless you. Praise God. Let's open up in a quick word of prayer. Father, I thank you for this day. A day like no other. It'll be here until midnight, and it will never come back. And so, Father, I ask that you would touch everybody on the prayer call that has come out to hear, thus saith the Lord today. And, Father, bless your people. Deliver and set them free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Have your way today on this prayer call, because it's not about this prophet nor my wife, nor anyone on the call, but it's all to the glory of God today. And Father, I felt Evangelist Cassell swap in my heart today, in my spirit, man. Meet every need for this man of God, Father. Touch his physical body. Heal him in the mighty name of Jesus. I prayed earlier for him, but I'm praying again because I sense him in my spirit. Father, provide every need. Touch his wife and his family. Put them in your divine protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father, we welcome you here today. Without you, we could do nothing. But with you, we can do everything. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Let me give you the schedule. Of Simple Words Ministry. Nothing has changed. It's still the same. We have nine services per week on the prayer call. Praise God. In Simple Words Ministry. 
you want to come back tonight. We have Bible study with Minister Shauna Burton at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And you want to come out and hear this mighty woman of God. Lately, she's been preaching on fasting. And now we're preaching, and now she's preaching on prayer and teaching. So you want to come out tonight at 9 o'clock. Tuesday night at 8.30, Jeremiah Generation with Minister Kamisha Williams out of the island of Jamaica. You want to come, and she has the children on the prayer call, one of my favorite services, saints. If you have children, bring them out, and they can participate reading scriptures or even singing a song. So don't miss Tuesday night at 8.30. Wednesday morning, 7.14 a.m., we stand in the gap. We pray for each other. We pray for the nation. We pray for our president. We pray for the activities going on around the world, that God would have mercy and spare. Come and pray with us at 7.14 a.m. Wednesday morning. Then we come back Wednesday evening, Jesus celebration, I call it. We give glory, honor, and praise to the God that we serve on what he's done for each and every one of us in Simple Words Ministry. And you don't want to miss it. That's Wednesday night at at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Thursday night, we walk through the Word with Minister Nyoka Walker. We read line upon line, precept upon precept, from Genesis to Revelation. And you don't want to miss that. You can participate in that. Friday night, we stand in the gap. Fire on the wire at midnight. The midnight hour, like Paul and Silas did, they prayed. You want to come out because there's always a guest speaker. And if there's not a guest speaker, then Pastor Maureen will bring forth the word. Friday night at midnight. Saturday with Minister Monica Holder. And she's on vacation right now. Uh, I believe Prophet Antonio will fill in for her on Saturday, this coming Saturday at 12 noon. And you want to come. This powerful man of God, I love him the way God uses him prophetically also. So you don't want to miss that. Then we come back Sunday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And boy, I tell you, Pastor Maureen had a powerful word last night. And it was powerful. So you want to come back on Sunday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and hear a word from the throne room of God. And then we come back here Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on the Prophet's Corner where you will hear, Thus saith the Lord from the Lord. God bless you all. Amen. Is there uh, any testimonies? I'm going to take about two or three testimonies before I come forth with what God shared with me. Anybody have a testimony? Go ahead, please. Let you know that. Ah, hello, daughter Erica. <laughs> hello. I just thank God for waking me up this morning and and bringing me to another week and bringing us to another week. So I'm just... um happy about that and all that he's doing in this 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 ministry all that was declared over us 
in me that I was that I accepted into my spirit and or received into my spirit. It's just it's just exciting that the manifestations of his blessings is about to come forth. And um I'm I'm just happy. I'm just happy about it and, and I love you in my mind. God bless you. Amen. You ought to see what God's got in store for you. But there's going to be two people that you're going to have a big influence on. Not because you're my spiritual daughter. This Mm -hmm. is the prophet speaking today. I've seen two people around you. And you are one that's like your dad. You love the witness for the Lord. There's two people that you're going to encounter. I don't know when. Sometimes the prophet speaks into the future. But you're going to encounter two people, and they are going to get saved, both of them, because you're going to be a living testimony for the glory of God. Amen? Amen. I receive that in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Dad. You're welcome. I don't know when it's going to happen, daughter, but it might be for the future, okay, because I do speak into the future. All right? Yep. Amen. Glory to God. Anybody else with a testimony or a praise report? Go ahead. Yeah, I got a quick praise report. Praise the Ah, praise the Lord, Prophet Joseph. God bless you. God bless you too, my man. Hope you had a great weekend, you, Prophet Jenny. We had a good one. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I just want to give praise to God. Uh, Truly, there is none like our Father. Amen. He's a he's a he's an awesome he's an awesome wonder in my soul, and he's just always on time. I just had some uh, issues with my truck here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, uh, brother came over to help me help me get uh, my truck out. It was uh, I was struggling trying to uh, trying to get this truck out of there. I dropped my trailer and. There's a big old ditch with water in the, in the middle of it, in the, middle, in the hole. And uh, his brother came over and helped me, came to my rescue, and afterwards we was able to connect and just talk about the goodness of God. And, uh, you know, God is a, a gracious father. You know, he's a father to us. He's, he's a loving father, and he cares about us. And he's always there to, to reconcile us back, back to him and, and that's what we, we talked about and we're just able to just uh strengthen one another, to sharpen one another and uh I got his number, was able to connect with him and uh I gave him the number to the prayer line and you know, I was sharing with him that, you know, even though we fall short of God's glory that, you know, he's always there for us, you know what I'm saying? He's always there to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and as soon as we turn to him, he's there to forgive us. And uh there's no there's no big People that are, are uh, you know, whether it's Bishop T. Jakes or uh, uh, Billy Graham or, you know, all the big names that were not in the gospel of faith, you know, it doesn't matter who we are. We all have shortcomings for God, and He's there to always forgive us and cleanse us and make us whole in Him. And uh, as soon as we turn to Him, He's there to, to make it, uh, to allow us to make it right. And I, I share with Him that, you know, is, uh, if we didn't wake up today I wasn't able to confess or to get it right with God, that's where we would have an issue. Amen. Uh, I'm I'm grateful that uh, he woke me up this morning and gave me another chance in life to get it right with him. And um, I did give him the, the number to the prayer line, and 
I hope he's on right now, but if not, uh, I'm afraid that, uh, you know, he has, I'm going to continue to stay and uh, talk to him because I know uh, we, we connected and made a great connection, and uh, he's a brother in Christ. And I'm just, I was grateful for God just to, for me, for God to send him my way and for him to send, for him to send me his way. And uh, I, I just thank God for his mercy and his grace, just always being an on-time God. And also, I got to, we got to, uh, uh, be a blessing to Sister Pauline, and she was a blessing to us. Was able to help uh, connect with her, meet her face to face for the first time this weekend, yeah. and uh, able to fellowship one another. And uh, we uh, had some different things she uh, needed taken care of, and how we were able to fill it. And uh, I just thank God for His, uh, uh, his mercy and His grace, just connecting the people of God. Praise the Lord. Amen, Prophet. Praise God. What a great testimony. You need to get with me. Um, I've been praying lately on two ideas that God has given me. Okay. That will generate a large income. And so you need to get with me because your name dropped in my spirit to talk to about this. And then we can go ahead and the direction, so make sure that you get with me later on today. I got you. Got you, Bob. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Love you, Prophet. Love you, too, bro. Hallelujah. Anybody else that has a testimony or a praise report, go ahead, please. Well, I'll share this with everybody. God's given me witty inventions. I guess somebody in my family way back, 100, maybe 150 years ago, according to what the Lord told me, had witty intentions, but they didn't do anything about it. I had an Uncle Jesse uh, who passed away in the uh, latter 80s that had an invention, wrote it down, but he never brought it into flourishing. And so it... It came about in the 90s through somebody else, and my uncle lost the invention. So down in my lineage, uh, way back 100, 150, 200 years ago, God uh, gave woody inventions to somebody in my family, and it was passed down to me. So I'm sitting on two inventions, two ideas that I'm waiting for the next move of God. And so if everybody on the prayer call that's listening, please keep me in prayer in that because I don't want these uh, to go <laughs> to go by and not be brought into flourishing. And these are two dynamite ideas that God gave me. So I'm waiting on the next move of God, what to do, and how to go about it, and it takes money. And so um, keep uh, Prophet Bob in prayer concerning this. Praise God. And I thank God for witty inventions. So that's my testimony. Anybody else? Amen. Anybody else with a testimony?
Okay. I had taken a three-day break from Facebook. And I I did a lot of praying, a lot of seeking God (coughs) on what he would want me to bring to his people. And one of the things that God told me is finances. And he spoke to me about it. And he said, a lot of my people are not blessing God in finances. And so he gave me finances today. And I'm going to speak on it as the Holy Spirit leads. Praise God. And I hope you stay on the call because a lot of the people in the body of Christ run away. As soon as they hear finances, they run. But let, let the prophet say something. Well, let me, let me do this. Minister Erica, can you come off of mute, sweetheart, and, uh, and pray over Prophet Bob? I sure would appreciate it. Go ahead. Minister Erica, are you there? I'm here, there. Okay, would you pray over me? Yeah, absolutely. I'd appreciate it, please. Okay, amen. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. And uh, I repent of everything that I've submitted up until this very second. I'm asking that you ask me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name. Father, I receive your forgiveness, and I thank you for forgiving me in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for being here this morning, this afternoon. We thank you for the prophet's corner. And I thank you for my spiritual dad, Prophet Bob Hopi. I'm asking that you cover him in the blood of Jesus right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, I ask that you touch upon the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' name, I ask that you block out every assignment of the enemy. Every assignment of the enemy, in Jesus' name, we know that what comes from you is good, and we know that what comes from him is evil, Father. So I'm asking that every assignment be blocked by you against this prophet as he brings forth your word, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for what you're about to do. I'm asking that you hide prophet Bob behind the cross, Father. And let you come forth. Everything you need him to say in the name of Jesus. And as he says, if it's not from him, just quiet his mouth, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that this is all about you, Father, and nothing about us. All what you want to instruct us to do today, Lord, through your willing, willing vessel, your awesome willing vessel, Lord. I'm so honored that he's my dad, and I thank you. For giving him that in his spirit, Lord, in Jesus' name. I ask that you continue to move mightily on this call today and in in his life. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. We give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, daughter. Amen. Bless you. Amen.
Today, saints of God, I'm here to speak on finances. As I was talking with the Lord yesterday, the Lord was telling me some things. He said, a lot of us have bills. We all have bills. But what are we doing about those bills? What are we doing about putting God first in everything? Is God first in your marriage? Is God first in your children? Is God first and foremost in your life? How are we putting him first in every area? And uh, I was talking with the Lord about the struggles that all of us are going through. A lot of us are going through different situations in finances. And the one reason we can come out of it is the tithe. Automatically. Yes, it hurts to give up $125 a month if that's what you're getting every month, every two weeks on your paycheck. Yes, it's a lot of money. But the principle of finances will protect you from bills piling up, stress, headaches. Why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this? When we put the principle of tithing first off the top of our income, whether you get a paycheck, you get disability, you get Social Security, right off the top, God should get one-tenth automatically. Then you can test God. You can go to God and say, Lord, I'm tithing one-tenth to you. How come my bills aren't paid? How come this isn't working out for me? Sometimes you need to take a reality check and go back on yourself and think out some things. Where is my money going to? Am I putting the principles of finances in every area of my life? Am I doing what the Word of God says? A lot of prophets, a lot of pastors, a lot of teachers of the Word of God avoid finances. I don't know why. I really don't. I think we need to hear more about it. I really do. We want to know why our bills are not being paid. We want to know why we don't have a dollar in our pocket. But if we follow the principles of Malachi 3, 10, and 11, chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, then we can go to God and prove him. And God will come through. One way or another, God will not fail us when we follow the principle of tithing one-tenth unto God. Now, if you don't have a church, and you don't have your own church, and you're on this prayer call, 
and you come day after day after day in simple words ministry to hear a word, then tithe into that ministry. You're getting fed, you're getting blessed, you're getting prayer, you get prophetically spoken over, one-tenth should be going to Simple Words Ministry. Until you find your own church, then you tithe there. Saints of God today were struggling. A lot of us I'm including me, are struggling. But I go to God every day, and I test him. Every day, God's favor is around me. Every day, wherever I go, the favor of God goes with us. Yesterday, my wife and I went to Family Dollar. We didn't have enough money to get this one item. And the favor of God was there. The lady knows my wife and I. She knows we're saved, filled with the Spirit. She's a Christian. And we didn't have the, the exact amount of money that we needed to get this item. And she said, don't worry about it. I'll put it in. That's God's favor. Why? Because we tithe. So you can go to God in that situation. And if you don't have enough money... God's favor will make room for you. I was going to preach on God's favor today, and the Lord said, no, I want you to preach on finances. What are you struggling in today in the way of finances? How many bills do you have packed, stacked up on your kitchen table? I've seen bills on a kitchen table. And you, you're, you're trying to take from Peter to pay Paul. But guess what? When you go back to that bill that you took from and you didn't pay, you eventually got to pay for it anyhow. One of the things, and I'm going to repeat this, because, see, I'm trying to help somebody on the prayer call today. How many of you have credit cards? Don't say a word. I don't have one credit card. I don't go out to the stores and put 50 to 100 to 500, and I hear you can buy a car with a credit card now. I don't have credit cards. I've got a debit card. And when the debit card runs out, that's it. I solely got to trust God for every penny that comes in my heart, my in my uh, my life, me and Janus. Credit cards will get you in a lot of trouble if you don't pay them at the end of the month. <clears throat> you keep it keeps going up and up. And up and up, twenty thousand dollars. I had a friend the other day I talked to. He's twenty thousand dollars in debt because of credit cards, and he don't know how to get out of them. So the best thing he's going to do, and I told him it's a wrong thing to do, file bankruptcy. I know a lady friend of mine that I've known for thirty years. Every seven years they file bankruptcy. Every seven years. 
They can't wait till the seven years is over so they can file bankruptcy again. Did you know we're going to be held accountable to God for bankruptcy? Consistently filing bankruptcy. All because you've got to have that new furniture in your house, that new bedding, that new refrigerator freezer. When secondhand would be good at this time till the money comes in to be able to do that. Credit cards is a downfall. It's Satan's tool for you to keep wanting and wanting and wanting. 2004, the Holy Spirit arrested me with that providian at that time, and they filed bankruptcy already. But the Lord said, I want you to cut the card up. I'm going to provide the money for you to pay it off. I only owed $2,500, but all I did was kept putting the interest, and I never got to the principal. And finally, the Lord paid that credit card off. I'm free from that credit card. See, it just sucks you in dry. You got to have more. You got to have the pretty things in your home or your apartment. When all it does is cause headaches. Let's get down to the meat of this. Throughout the Bible, we see that God has a lot of say about finances. I didn't say that. God did. <clears throat> the currency of the Old Testament was silver, gold, land, crops, herds of animals, investments were barns filled with hay and storehouses filled with grain for sowing and feeding herds. Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Sort of like... The Abram of today would be President Trump. Think about it. He's a billionaire. Abram was a billionaire. This was a form of currency used at that time. Today we use paper money, credit cards, electronic banking, but the results are the same. We trade it for what we want or need. Abraham listened to God, and God blessed and prospered him. He learned the spiritual principles of prosperity firsthand. God wanted him to be involved in Abraham's finances. God wants to be involved in Simple Words Ministries finances. In profit and profit is Gina's finances. And he wants to be involved in yours. Let's look at some fundamental principles of Abraham's prosperity. That's why I told you, have a piece of paper and a pen handy. Because there's going to be a lot of word given. Abraham listened to and obeyed God. Genesis 12, 1 to 4. He honored God who prospered him. Genesis 12, 7. He was generous and avoided strife. Genesis 13, 
5 to 9. He was compassionate towards others. Genesis 18, 24 to 33. If you want God to be involved in your finances <coughs> and prosper you, you must honor these basic principles. You cannot be greedy and truly prosper. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have abundance for yourself and your family, but giving to God and being generous with others is part of the spiritual law. There are those who generously scatter abroad and yet increase more. There are those who withhold more than is fitting or what is justly due, but it results only in want. The liberal person shall be enriched, and he who waters shall himself be watered. Proverbs eleven twenty four and 25. Solomon understood the principles of prosperity. He was one of the richest men who ever lived. His Proverbs revealed many truths regarding finances. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first, first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy bounds be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst forth with new wine. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. He who gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his ears, his eyes, from their, their want will have many a curse. See, when we see the poor and the needy, and we don't take care of them, there's a curse that comes with it. A curse comes with it. That's Proverbs uh, 28, 27 in the Amplified Bible. First Kings chapter 3. The Lord appeared to Solomon and said, Ask what I shall give thee. That would be a dangerous Christian question for some people. But Solomon only asked for an understanding heart to help the people. God's response was to give him wisdom. And because he wasn't greedy for himself, I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings equal to you in all your days. First Kings 3, chapter 3, verse 13. God wants your needs to be met abundantly. But in order to have true riches, the motive of your heart must be to bless others also and establish God's covenant. And beware lest you say in your mind and heart, my power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. 
But you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Deuteronomy 8, verses 17 and 18. God does indeed want to be involved in your finances. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you, Matthew 6, 30-33. I love this scripture right here, Third John, the second verse. I say it every night and every day. Beloved, I wish above all things that Prophet Bob may prosper. Prophet Bob be in good health, even as Prophet Bob's soul prospers. I say it every night, saints. Every day, me and my wife will walk around our apartment saying the scripture. When we get our soul to prosper and get in line with God's principles, then we can see financial prosperity manifest in our lives. Good job. What? Good job. Thank you. Not done yet. Okay, I was talking to my spiritual daughter, me and Gina's spiritual daughter, about putting a fleece out. Let me read this to you. Judges 6, 37 to 40. This guy put a fleece out, which is Charles Capps. And you can find that in Judges 6, 37 to 40. Before, before, he had a business deal. All the fleeces turned out just the way he asked. I remember many years ago when I got saved. I used to put fleeces out. And boy, they came to pass. All the fleeces turned out just the way I asked, but I really got fleeced. You see, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, And whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Paul said Satan is the God of this physical world. And Satan knew the fleece that Charles Capps had put out. Now I've found a better way to find the will of God. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. John sixteen thirteen. Now, Charles Capps sold a small farm and invested the money in this business. 
he lost nearly the original amount plus 25,000 more. Through the confusion the enemy caused, I lost faith, turned negative on life. I thought God had done this to me. That was what Satan had put in his mind. After several months, I realized the negative thoughts in my mind and did not agree with the word of God. Then the enemy tried to convince me that I had failed God, and he was mad at me, and that was the reason I had lost the money. I know this story sounds familiar to many because it's one of Satan's favorite lies that he uses to bring condemnation and confusion to God's people. In that confused state of mind, I turned negative. I began to say it doesn't matter what I do. It won't work anyway. Think about the saying, saints. I was still farming about 800 acres of land at that time, so I turned my attention to farming operation. I knew that was one thing I could do very well because I always was successful in it. But after I had turned negative, I would plant cotton and say, well, it doesn't make any difference how deep I plant it. It will probably rain three inches, and it won't come up anyway. It did rain, and the cotton didn't come up. Last week, I preached on words. What's coming out of your mouth? Words. Words will change you. This is why I told the Holy Spirit when I pray, when I'm preaching, to put duct tape over my mouth. If it's something I'm saying out of prophet Bob in my flesh, don't let it come out. Put duct tape over my mouth because, see, words can hurt. Words can maim you. Words can tear you apart. What's coming out of your mouth? Eventually, Charles Capps, when he stopped, thought about what he was saying out of his mouth, it changed his life. And the investments that he spoke on out of his mouth came into a flourishing. All because he changed his mouth. The tongue is a fiery member. It can destroy this life. It can destroy you because of what's coming out of your mouth. Psalms 119, 130. The entrance of thy words gives light. It gives understanding unto the simple. That's a nice scripture for simple words ministry. Simple. Mark eleven twenty three and 24, another one of my favorite scriptures. <clears throat> for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, 
What mountain are you going through right now? Is it a disease? Is it bills? Is it having extra money, an overflow? Is it your children? Is it a loved one or a child in your family that needs saved? That's a mountain. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. Light bulb, he shall have whatsoever he saith. I didn't say this, saints. God did. You'll have whatsoever you say. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Mark eleven twenty three and 24. I've read it over and over and over again. And the Holy Spirit will bring all things back to your remembrance. Let's go on. Praise God. Let me let me say this to the body of Christ. How many of you on the prayer call today have your favorite scriptures? If you haven't memorized them, I memorized a lot of them down through the years, thanks to the Holy Spirit, who brings them all back to my remembrance. But do you write scriptures down? Write them down. Make them plain. Write them on the tablets of your heart. That's what the Word says. Are you writing scriptures down? Do you carry them where you go? Do you put them in your car or your truck? <clears throat> Do you tape them to your um, dashboard so they're a reminder for you to keep saying them over and over and over again? Do you have plaques in your house that are gospel? We got about five of them in our house. We walk by them when we say them. Words. Let me let me go to the book of Job. The Bible says how forcible are right words. Right words get results. Right words. So what's coming out of your mouth? That's fueling the devil saying and going to God and saying, uh huh, see your son speaking negative. See your daughter's talking out of the side of their neck. And he bombards God. When God gave us the Holy Bible from Genesis to Revelation to speak his word, sometimes. You won't get it right away. I'm not God. Sometimes it'll take a week. Sometimes it'll take a month. Sometimes it'll take longer than that. Look, look at the paraplegic man at the pool of Bethesda, 38 years. The woman with the issue of blood, 12 years. They had to wait. But the body of Christ today doesn't want to wait. They want it right now. But 
God has a timing. He's always had a timing. From the beginning of time to right now, he's had a timing in everything in our lives. Words that come out of your mouth. God had to arrest me with this. There were some sayings that I was saying. I seen them because I kept saying them over and over and over again. I seen them come into fruition and they were negative. Until the Holy Spirit arrested me. He said, change your words. Change your mouth. I would rather have you be silent all day and night than to say negative stuff out of your mouth. You don't understand, prophet. I'm struggling real bad. I get that in inboxes. And the first thing I ask them, are you tithing to God? Are you giving to those that are less fortunate than you? Are you giving water? We're giving water to people around the world. We're giving we're giving the money that, that we have on our ties, we're giving it to people that are able to eat in another country. See, you don't have to sound the alarm what you're doing. God is writing it down in heaven. And your rewards come from heaven down here to earth. But what are you doing? Let's just say you get 1500 a month. You're working. Are you tithing one-tenth of God, which is 150 bucks? That's little. Some people I know are tithing 80% of their income to God. And they're living off of 20. Could you do that? Give up 80% of your income and live off of 20? And they're living like millionaires. What's coming out of the people of God's mouth today? This might have been hard for all of us on the prayer call, but you know God gave me a light a light bulb. I'm coming out of anything that the enemy has thrown my way. I'm gonna be victorious. Pastor Marine talked about victory last night, victorious. Are you going to be victorious in your finances? You know, every one of us needs to be givers. No matter if it's given to your church, to somebody on a street corner. Sometimes, though, you got to use wisdom there because they'll run to a nearer bar and buy some booze. Or, you know, if they're hungry, take them to a restaurant and feed them. Buy their meal for them. They'll fight you and say, no, I'd rather have the money. Say, no, you're hungry that much? Come on, I'll take you to McDonald's. That happened about a week ago. Guy was starving, as he said. He said, can I have five bucks so I can get a bite to eat? I said, come on, I'll take you to McDonald's. I'll buy you something to eat. No, I need the five dollars. So I can get something to eat later. I knew he was lying. I said, "Now I'm gonna ask you one more time. You want something to eat? Come on, 
he decided not to because he needed it for something else. Are we taking care of the poor and needy? Are we doing our part? Are we tithing? Are we giving alms? Are we giving blessings? <laughs> the overflow, as you're blessing God's people, as you're taking care of your finances, the overflow will always come. One way or another, it will come. Do you need a bill paid? Make sure that you line up with the Word of God and tithe, because then you can bring in Malachi 3.10 and 11. will come into flourishing as long as you're doing the principles of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, you brought forth, thus saith the Lord. I pray that everyone that's on the call had an ear to hear, thus saith the Lord. And those, Father, that are on mute, that have to go back to work, I pray your divine protection over them. I pray, uh, I decree and declare pay raises to everyone that has a job. Promotions from within. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray today, Father, that they heard, thus saith the Lord, that they will apply it to their lives. In the name of Jesus. And, Father, bring everything that they heard today into flourishing for the glory of God the Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's sit back here and drink some uh, water. Who wants to be first to uh, make a comment on the message? Go ahead, please. Good afternoon again, Dad. Hello, daughter again. <laughs> Amen. And um, I ask that uh, the Lord replenish, replenish you. Thanks. In the name of Jesus, what would you pour it out? Uh, amen. Jesus' name, amen. So thanks, Dad. Thanks for uh, the reminder of how we have to, you know, tithe out 10% unto the Lord, even our time, even 10% of our time as well, you know. Amen. But then the thing about it is it does become a subject where some people might not want to hear it and and or feel convicted of it, you know, or whatever. But then there's some people that, that don't realize that that's an important part. That's one of the important parts that we must do. Amen. You know, and, um, and I'm glad that God had you bring this because, you know, a lot of times we see the manifestations of his blessings abundantly a lot. And some people just wind up forgetting about what God just did for them. They wind up saying, oh, I got I got what I asked God for. And, and it's all about them, all about, 
you know, let me, you know, do this for myself because God blessed me with it and never thinking, like, let me give back, you know. Let me let me give back unto the Lord. So it's important that we know this. And I thank you because sometimes we want to preach the message that will make everybody feel better and make everybody feel, you know, comfortable. You know, and and there's a lot of times we're not going to be comfortable in what we have to do, you know, that the Lord wants us to do. So I, I just thank you, and I receive this message in the name of Jesus, you know, to continue to do what He needs me to do in every aspect of our and 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 my walk with Him, you know. So God bless you, Dad, and I thank you, and and Amen. Amen, daughter. Thank you. Praise God. Gina, prophetess Gina, said good message. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Anybody else that has a comment on the message, go ahead, please. Thank you, Pastor. For always giving a great, uh, great to us. I just appreciate it. I always love to hear you pray. I love to hear you speak. Thank you. Thank you, woman of God. God bless you richly. Anybody else has a comment? I'd like to hear you pray and preach, too. Same thing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, minister. Um, to God be the glory. Man of God, I thank you um, for bringing forth this word today. Um, many times the body of Christ needs reminders. Um, we tend to get caught up so much in life that we forget that we do have duties that um, doesn't also just go along with ministering to somebody, but it also involves, you know, the financial um, sectors of our lives. Uh-huh. So I thank God that you um, brought forth this word today on the, the junction of the Holy Spirit, and I pray that everyone who had an ear, let them hear. Glory to God. Um, Pastor Maureen had broken down all the gates, all the Asian gates. We give God glory for that. Glory to God. Yeah. And that do have victory, glory to God. And she always also says that in order um, for God to do stuff for us, we need to make sure that we are lined up, you know, to receive what God has for us. Yeah. So giving is very is a um, very important part of also making sure that we are lined up because if we're having issues in our finances and God wants to bless our finances, you know, we're not lining ourselves up if we're being greedy and not sharing. So Amen. God, there it is. Glory, Amen. Um, and to God be the glory, you know, for the word that you brought forth today. And I pray God's continuous blessings upon you and Prophet Gina and your ministry in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Receive that minister. Thank you. Amen. Right. I like the way you well brought said. that, what Pastor Marine said. Amen. That was well said. Amen. God bless you. Sister. And there. Anybody else with a comment on the message? Yes, I do. Hi, Papa Bob. This is Shelly. Ah, hello, daughter Shelly. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. That's good. Um, I want to thank you for the message. It's always good to hear on tithing, and I know that um, some people don't like to hear it, myself included, but it's necessary if we want to really get the blessings of God in our life, you know? Amen. Um, It says, 
Give, and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And I want those blessings. Amen. Ain't it, you know? Amen. Amen. You know, and I understand people people struggle, you know, but God's account is never empty, you know? I mean, you know? Um, And I just say that for myself as well, you know, but he wants to, he wants us to he wants to give us those blessings that we need, you know. He wants to um, cancel debt in our lives. He wants us to, you know, just be blessed, be a blessed people. Amen. You know, and, you know it's like I, 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 you know, as I said before, I know that sometimes times are tough and you have to get a bill paid and everything, you know, but God can do the impossible, you know. God will make a way when there is no way. Amen there. You know, and um, I appreciate what you um, teach on today, and thank you. Amen. Well, let me um, let me say this to you, daughter, because I, offline from Simple Words Ministry, we do talk on the phone, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember you praying for your dad, your spiritual dad, about a bill that needed to be paid, or I wouldn't have the prophet's corner right now, and I wouldn't be right. on the internet. I wouldn't be having food in my refrigerator and everything. To make a long story short, when you tithe to God, you give him one-tenth of your income, whether it's monthly, weekly, or every two weeks. You can do Malachi 3, 10, and 11 and say, Lord, I'm testing you in this. And that's what Prophetess Gina and Prophet Bob did. We tested God. Lord, we tithe one-tenth of our income And we bless people when we go to the stores and pay for their groceries or items. And we're doing what your word says. That's when God can work on your behalf and bless you. Look at me today. I'm on Prophet's Corner. My lights are still on. I have food in my refrigerator, freezer, and in my cupboards. You see what I'm saying? God Uh will make a way where there seems to be no way. He cannot go back on his word. He cannot lie. God says, let God be true and every man a liar. And so God made a way, and our phone is still on. I'm still on the Internet. I'm still watching TV. My refrigerator freezer is still working, all because of the one-tenth. Now, a lot of people don't want to hear it. The Lord told me that just yesterday. A lot of my people don't tithe. They put the change in the collection plate. And then they come to me and always cry and complain they don't have anything. But if they follow the principles of the Bible, God's principles of tithing, God's principles of finances, God promises he will take care of you. Thank you, daughter. Love you much. God bless Oh, you're welcome, and thank you again. That was a wonderful message. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Prophet. Praise the Lord, Prophet Bob. Uh, I thank God for the word and the message today. Amen. I, uh, I'm i pretty sensitive right now concerning uh, concerning some things. I had to click over and... Uh, Answer a phone call real quick. Well, not while you're preaching, but I heard most of the message. Okay. Uh, oh, Lord, there it is again. Um, 
Uh, I'll just let it go. I'll, let, well, I'll call them later. But uh, real, real quick, uh, I did want to share. Uh, I wanted to make a comment in, re- in reference to the message, and I wanted to add or say something in reference to what you said and what uh, Sister Shelley said. Okay. Um, I believe people do want to hear the message. I believe they do want to hear the gospel truth and the message because we we miss out on things when we don't when we don't hear the gospel message. The Bible says faith without uh without uh we have to hear the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. And uh it's very important for us to hear the word of God. And I believe that um that we're getting better and better all the time when we when we hear about finances, about money, about uh I know well I'll say this. I know what I do and I wanna keep hearing about it. I I know a lot of people haven't been uh, they they received a lot of people have received negative connotation about preachers talking about money because you know they didn't uh, whether it was they didn't go to church when they were younger and they wouldn't talk to give their parents didn't teach them how to give and the importance of giving because they their parents didn't teach them or you know they had a, a negative vibe about giving money so money is a great thing it's a great thing to give away. It's, uh, it shows where your heart is. The Bible says where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Amen. And it's a it's an identifier. Yeah, praise God. It's an identifier that helps us to to show where we're at with our treasure, to show what we're – it helps take the focus off of us and puts it on others to give back, and especially to give to God. Amen. Because uh, – um, it helps us to put things in perspective, and that's the whole reason why God wants us to give a tenth is nothing to God. You know what I'm saying? Even if He gave, we gave Him everything, our righteousness is this filthy rag. So it don't matter if we gave Him everything. You know? Amen. It's not about us giving and sharing. It's about being obedient. Number one. Amen. And then, and then number two, you know, it goes in that order. It's the order of, uh, order of protocol. Uh, then number two, it helps us to see where we're at and helps us to identify our uh, our heart and uh, whether we're uh, willing to appreciate God. God is looking for an, uh, uh, a creation to uh, that appreciates him. Lucifer, he did not, uh, and I'm not going to preach, I'm just sharing in general, Lucifer did not appreciate God. He had all that stuff, all that treasure, quote-unquote treasure, physical, tangible treasures inside of him, and it still wasn't good enough. And what did he do? He turned his back on God. And uh, God made him the, the anointed cherub. He, he stuck out. But that still wasn't enough for him. And that's what God, I, I believe, the revelation I got from giving when I was about between 16 and 21 was God is looking for a creation that appreciates him. And it's not about money. It's not about clothing or tangible things that we can give. It's about us being obedient to them. And uh, it, it gives us it's a measuring stick to see if we'll follow God. Amen. You know, money, you know, we, we quote, unquote, need food, clothing, sheltered water. You know what I'm saying? And it shows us, um, it's an indicator, like I said, to show us uh, uh, where we're at to, uh, to, to give. It's a barometer of uh, what we're uh, made of. You know, like treasure is like one of the, uh, what I'm trying to say is a, a finer point 
that uh, kind of shows what what we have to possess. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. And uh, um, when we give that, uh, we give that t- that measly ten percent, which is nothing really, even all of it. When we give that tenth, though, it's a barometer of being obedient and doing what God says. And like you just said, um, it puts a uh, helps us to put a demand or put a uh, uh, how'd you say it just now? Um, helps us to be, be in perspective with God. Okay, you did what I asked you to do. Okay, now you can come to me and prove me. Uh huh. Yeah, and and um, I, I I love the way you just said that. It puts us in a, a state of being able to prove God. Say, God, I, I'm did, I did what you spoke what I was supposed to do. Now I can ask, ask you for the miraculous. I didn't I didn't gave up twenty five dollars or a hundred and seventy five dollars for this week. And now I can come to you based on my obedience and ask you for even more than that. Yes, you're you know, right. I can, I, I can ask you for my health. My health, it's going to cost me $250,000 to go to the hospital. And then I'm going to you 175 I can put a demand on the anointing and prove you and healing me. And my tithe, you know, if you want to look at it like that, giving a measly old $175 for my health, and, and trust you and being obedient to you, uh, it, there's no comparison. You see what I'm saying? Amen. So, yeah, you're absolutely I'm, right. Yes. Yeah. I, I say I said all that to get to that point. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. You know, it's not about uh, giving. Uh, oh God, here comes Joseph. Uh, Pastor uh, Joseph talking about money again. Oh, here comes uh, Pastor Marin Chin. Oh, here comes uh, uh, Minister Monica Holder talking about money again. Here comes Prophet Bob talking about, here comes, uh-oh, here comes that preacher, Shelly. I to preach about money again. <laughs> it's, it's not about that. It's about us being obedient. And, right. uh, you know, I can tell the way you were talking when you were about the preacher or not before you brought the message. She's like, uh-oh, I'm about to go in. <laughs> I need, I need somebody to cover me on but no, man, it don't matter what people say. It don't matter what they think. The Word of God is going to be the Word of God regardless, and whether you Damn. receive it or not. And I know that's your your heart changing to uh, to be a prophet and to be uh, uh, to pastor, your, uh, uh, part, uh, to help pastor and shepherd the flock to where we, we receive it. You know what I'm saying? But bottom line, I, I can say it. The Word is going to be the Word regardless of whether you agree with it or not. It is what it is. And if God's asking you for your tent, I think it'd be in your best interest, not that you do it. Yep. to do it, but it's in your best interest to do it. Because uh-huh. it's, it's, it's going to turn for you good anyway. It, it's nothing anyway. Amen. You, so don't be concerned about your bills. Don't be concerned about your, your rent. Don't be concerned. Just do what the man wants you to do. And uh, uh, like Prophet Paul said, then there comes your member with part of two countries. Then you can put a demand on your other country in heaven, and God can supply your need for you. And I've I've been through that and experienced that man God Almighty so many times where I just there there was no question I couldn't even factor that in when I got paid my bill I couldn't even, I can't even do my bills until that's out of the way that that's bar none bottom line my top comes first the thing I think about now is my seed my seed mm-hmm. offering. You know what I'm going to uh, to give to other people. How am I going to set uh, myself up to bless other people as far as my time and my energy? And you know, we we got to move past the tithe. The tithe yeah. is that's, that's that's elementary. That's that's 
beyond us. If you're saved and you're on this prayer line, the tithe is elementary. That's redundant. Let's not. We we shouldn't even have to. Well, I'm glad we're teaching and learn about it for other people that come on and listen. But for us that are believers and, are, and have a core relationship with God, uh, take that ten percent off. Five hundred dollars, give up the fifty. A thousand dollars, give up the hundred. And then be thinking about your seed, what you're going to sow. Uh huh. Get to that point. That's the next level. You know, the next stage or not. So I, I, I felt like the Lord had me to say that. That, that was bursting and bubbling inside of me. I had to say that. And uh, in reference to us uh, confessing um, that that's hard for us. No, it's not hard for us. It's getting easier and easier all the time because we're going to practice it and we're going to continue to do it in Jesus' yeah. name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Prophet Joseph. I totally agree with you. The one thing that I have noticed with God, because I, I got... I got some bills over here. I don't have a whole lot. I praise God for that because we're very careful, like I said, of buying things. But I go to God, Lord, I got some bills here. I'm tithing. I'm giving one-tenth of my income. I'm helping those that are less fortunate. And God says, prove me. So we're proving him. We're reminding him of what we're doing. That's what I wanted, the point I wanted to get across to everybody on the prayer call. We're reminding God of what we're doing to glorify God. And as God sees what you're doing, he watches over his word to perform it. That's what the word says. And so God can't lie. He has to do what the word says to do. This is why I tell people, Watch what's coming out of your mouth, because words will change you. If you say, oh, man, I got bills up the yin-yang. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. That isn't what God wants you to say. He wants you to say, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's his word. So he wants us to speak his word and watch him bring it into fruition. Good Amen. word, prophet. Bless you. Amen. God bless you. Awesome word. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Anybody else has a comment? Yeah, yeah, Dad. I just wanted to say something else, you know, pertaining to it all because of the simple fact that sometimes God will have us to come and remind even the body of Christ that knows so much better what to do. You know, he will have us to come on and remind people so that they can't pretend that they forgot or pretend he, he he reminds us sometimes so that they can, you know, because it's true, some people that don't know about this needed to hear this. But at the same time, the body of Christ, the body of Christ, the believers, the ones that know better, definitely needed a refresher course, you know, to be told again, although it may be elementary. And it, it definitely is elementary. I totally agree with, with Brother Joseph because, it's elementary to us. We should know better. We already know better. Uh-huh. But then sometimes we have to be reminded. Some people need to be convicted. Not need to be, but God is convicting some people's hearts that that are believers and know what to do. You know, so I, I, that's, that's, that's the reason why we have to go through some of the things again, you know, as opposed to not, 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then, like, when people do, like, and I and I agree with Pastor Joseph when he said, pretty much we shouldn't worry about what people what people think and what people say. As long as we're in obedience and doing what the will of the Lord is, then, you know, it is what it is. They have to take God at his word. Uh-huh. And that's just the bottom line. Amen. You know, so, amen, amen, amen. Daughter. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else want to comment on the message? Yes, tithing should become a habit. Ha, amen there. should become a habit and not something, amen. To, not something to think about. Amen. It's like amen. automatically in... Watch God. Woo-wee. There you go. She took the words. Bang. Watch God. She, she took the words out of my mouth. Habit. And habit. It's a habit. Yeah. It's a habit for me when I get paid to automatically. I have to, Actually, I make a list each week. And um, as y'all can tell, I'm very, I get excited about, I ain't going to lie, about finances, about tithing because it's a connection. Amen. It's a connection to God is a giver. Amen. For God yes. so loved the world that He gave. Gave. Right. Hallelujah. He gave. Gave His own. And that's my opportunity to be like Him. Amen. That's my opportunity to 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 flow in the the cusp of His nature. God am I? To flow in the cusp of His nature. Amen. DNA to give, regardless of however I think that what the pastor's going to do or what the deacon's going to do or what this person's going to do, I ain't got to look. God knows what I'm going to do tomorrow if I'm going to do something stupid. He knows if I'm going to do this and do that, but yet he still gave. Mm-hmm. While I was yet a sinner, he yes. gave. Amen. While I was going against his will and lying and cheating and whoremongering and cussing folk out and mm-hmm. being a sinner, being a, 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 a ignorant a person that flowed in a, a, a wretch like me, <laughs> uh, uh, I got, a, I got a, uh, uh, some other words I can use, but I ain't gonna use those. Uh, I can, I was, I had, I had problems, I had some issues, but he gave while I was yet. Hypocrite, a sinner, uh, you know, all that negative stuff that operates in the kingdom of darkness. And even now, you know Amen. what I'm saying? Like she said, we like we need to be reminded or whatnot. But this one for me, right here, oh, man. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, this is my strength. This is my strong area. Amen. I get excited Bad about habit. giving because I know not just the habit, it's a habit, but, but, but I've made it into a habit because I know exactly. what it can do for Amen. me. I know when mm-hmm. I lose my job and this kingdom is done with me and they pull the rug out from under me and say, you fired, we don't want you no more, and there I am stranded, he can, he can uh, 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 set me up to, uh, to be uh, 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 without anything, and then all of a sudden I have everything I need. Amen. Mm-hmm. He can take me from the, uh, they can take me and put me in the, in the prison, and he puts me in the palace. You know, mm-hmm. I, can, I can go from eating burnt bologna sandwiches with mustard and mayo uh, to eating a steak with A1. Amen. You know? <laughs> Amen. He, he, in other words, he's done that for me. I, I've experienced that. I've tasted and seen Amen. the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. You know, if it was according to man, I would be in prison right now. I'd be serving 300 months in prison. But I'm out here driving and working in a field that I, that, 
somebody paid for me to be able to do. I, I've had money. I've had cars. I've had, you know what I'm saying? God's been too good for me not to give him 10%. That's that's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my heart piece. So it, 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 for me, it makes no sense for me uh, not to do that first, you know? Amen. I, I've seen God's goodness. I've seen his mercy. I've seen him forgive. I've seen him uh, do debt cancellation. I've seen him take me uh, from a, a college where I was borrowing money to go to school to give me a scholarship and uh, being able to play college basketball and travel all over the United States. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. that. I've, I've experienced that. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I just I just had to let go and let God and allow that to come out of my heart. So Amen. it's nothing for me to give God 10%. My thing is, Lord, am I supposed to give, you know, $200 seed here? Am I supposed to give this? I'm having uh, not, I ain't having challenges, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm wanting to be sensitive to where I'm supposed to give extra. I, the time right. is beyond me. And I get happy and knock that out every week. I already know what that's going to be um, based on the hours I serve and uh, work or whatever. But, well, okay, what am I supposed to give here, Lord? Okay, I really want to go out of town and go to the beach or whatever. But uh, you know what? I might need to sacrifice and give here. I might need to do here to bless this person. Because I'm setting myself up for my next season. Amen. You're right. I'm, set, I'm mm-hmm. setting myself up You're for my harvest. You're preaching. Come on. All right. I, I'll let go. I'll let go. <laughs> no, <keep That's>, yeah, <laughs> we yeah, said on this line that we would do that. We would do that. We it's not I, our word; it's God's word. Amen. Know, you're right, sis. You're right. Hey, look, I don't be, I don't been without a job. I know what it's like to sit at home. I know what you still. I still can sow seed with the word. I can be speaking over other people's lives that need a job. If I know somebody needs a job. You know what? I can help pack. If somebody's got a job, I can be packing their lunch for tomorrow, the next day. Amen. You know, I can, I can be uh, 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 set myself up to experience, okay, if this is where I'm going to work and I know where I want to work, I'm going to learn more about this, where I'm going to be at, you know. Well, but while I was waiting to go to truck driving school and I wasn't working, I was at home taking care of my mom, I'd go outside and look at the truck drivers go up and down the street, and i say, that's going to be me right there. Amen. I want to drive in the truck <laughs> like that. I did that. I, I, I sold, even while I didn't have a job, you know. I found ways to, to, to set myself up for my harvest. And that's what Amen. Prophet Bob is saying. Set yourself Amen. up for your harvest. Amen. Move beyond Amen. the tithe. The tithe is just to get you in relationship, to stay in connection and relationship right. with God to where you're, you're not falling out of, out of uh, his will. Set yourself up by, by sowing your time, your energy, your efforts, mm-hmm. you know, I love both. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I, some I, people got to get to that point, brother. Some people got to get to that point of tithing in the they, first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But some people don't know that that's what they're supposed to do. Amen. Exactly. That's, what, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah, we're talking yeah. about. Amen. Yeah. We Build agree. your foundation. Build your foundation of tithing. Do that, mm-hmm. bottom line. Amen. That's why I can't compare that. Tithe, not tithing. Is like um, not tithing is like wanting to go to the beach or go out of town on a trip and not having a way to get there. You got the room paid. You don't paid your room. You don't got mm-hmm. your food, but you don't have a car to get you there. Your tithe is your car, your transportation uh-huh. to get you to your harvest. That's awesome. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now let I'm me done. let me share I'm this with you. Every night at 7 o'clock, I take Bo to work. He's a real good friend. 
he doesn't have a way to get there and he don't have a way to get home, but somebody brings him home in the morning on a 12-hour shift. Every night I'm taking him to work. Now, he does fill up my gas tank. He'll get me a gallon of milk and bread that we need because I take him to work. But I'm sowing seeds into somebody's life, okay? And the Lord told me, he says, he said to me, he said, you're setting yourself up for a blessing by helping people. And I said, yeah. He said, you might get that car you've been waiting for. Why? Sowing seeds. See, it's sometimes... We, as soon as we hear the word sowing a seed, everybody thinks it's money, but it's not. Right now, Prophet Joseph is sowing a seed. Did you hear him? Did you hear them out of the mouth of the prophet? He's trying to teach us something there. Sowing seeds is not just money. Sowing a seed is taking somebody to work that don't have a car. Amen. Or they lost their license like Bo did over something stupid, and now he regrets it. But the point is, I, there was an open door for me to take him to work every night to go to work. Well, what did I do? Yeah, sure. You need a ride? I'm going to take you. And I did, and I've been doing it for a month now. So it's just not in the way of sowing money into people's lives. Sow a hug to somebody. Wherever I go, I'm well respected at the coffee shops. Wherever I go, I'm sowing seeds. They know I'm a prophet. They know I'm a minister of the gospel. Are you sowing kindness to somebody? Are you sowing a hug? Are you sowing a prayer into somebody's life? This ministry, I know beyond any shadow of any doubt, Simple Words Ministry is sowing seeds into your life by interceding and praying for you, like Pastor Maureen does for all of us. So it's not just in money. Sow a seed. Help somebody. Somebody needs groceries. I go to the grocery store, and I buy people's groceries. I don't tell everybody on Simple Words Ministry of some of the things that I do privately, but guess what? I'm sowing into my future for that car that God has for Prophetess Gina and I. Amen? Amen. How do you like that, Prophet? (laughs) Or he might be on the other call that he had gotten. Anybody else that has a comment on the message before we close? I do. I want to um, clarify something really quick. Um, You know, it's like when you talk about tithing, I didn't, the only reason I said that some people don't want to hear it is because they're being convicted because they're not doing what God's telling them to do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The ones who do tithe, you know, they should be joyous and happy about hearing, you know, about the tithing, you know, like with me, I still need to be reminded, you know, but um, that that's what I wanted to clarify. Amen. Uh, we said that, Sister Shelley. We said that. We yeah. said that, like, a lot. Amen. I just pray that uh, that we can all get to the point, and I pray that 
you know what? We will get to a, the point where we just love, love to give, that we love to yeah. give, and we freely give, just as it was freely given unto us, like the word says. I just pray mm-hmm. that we get to that point because the, the thing that we give is not, is not taken from us. It's given to us as well as we're given. So I just pray that we all get, you know, get that heart of just giving and not thinking, oh, I'm going to miss out on something because I'm giving. My arm. That's what we have to do. We have to, we have to come to love giving. Amen. Yeah, yeah it's got to be that. a lifestyle. Right, Shelly? Yeah, amen. Like, we yeah, have to love up. it yeah. because God loves He loved us so much that he gave, like, like Brother Joseph said, that he gave. That's because he loved us. He loved giving. And he still loves giving. Amen. You know? So, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Speak. It's got to be a lifestyle. Yeah, I I absolutely agree there. Over and over and over. And see, what it's doing is is it's accumulating in heaven, and God sees your heart and what you're doing. That's when he can shower down blessings upon you. It's a lifestyle. Got to be a lifestyle to give. Because the Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Amen. 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 Man, this is a great service today. I love Amen. it when everybody pitches in and they're a part of it. Amen. And it's not just about Prophet Bob, you know. Mm-hmm. Amen. One another. Yeah. Amen, daughter. Amen. Awesome service. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let us remember Pastor Maureen Chandaley in our prayer. Not long from now, she will be out of that place. Hallelujah. And then she'll have the freedom and liberty to go and be on the prayer calls and everything. Praise God. And I keep seeing her in Collington daily. I seen them the other day. In the spirit, and I gotta let her know, but it'd be better for her to hear it than for me to type it. But I see them going on a second honeymoon. <laughs> uh huh. I've seen them, um, they were on a beach and they were holding hands and they were just being Collington and Marine. No ministry, just them two, and they were holding hands. Uh, then I seen Collington had his arm around the back of Pastor Marine, and and Pastor Marine had a big smile on her face. But they were walking on the beach, and they were just carefree, just enjoying the the water, the fish, uh, the seagulls. I seen seagulls in the spirit too, just the other day. And I said, Lord, bring it into flourishing. Let them go on a second honeymoon. Amen? Maybe somebody might want to share that with Pastor Maureen, because it's hard for me to type it. (laughs) Amen. But keep her in prayer. Um, Praise God. And we're going to go ahead and and get out of here and uh, 
and we're all going to have an awesome, magnificent, God-favored day today. Do you know that? We're going to walk in God's favor. We're going to have favor in our homes. We're going to have favor wherever we go and whatever we touch. Father, I decree and declare this over everyone. Because the favor of God is on Prophet Bob and Prophetess Sheena, and we're seeing it in flourishing every day, wherever we go, whatever we touch, God's favor is upon our lives, and we decree and declare the boomerang effect over everyone on the prayer call and all of those that were here but they had to leave. I decree and declare the same for them, the boomerang effect. I decree and declare, Father, they are blessed in their cupboards. They're blessed in the refrigerators in Jesus' name. Every bill that they have shall be met and paid in full in Jesus' name. Give them their heart's desire, just as the word says that you will give us our heart's desire. Give them their heart's desire today. And I decree and declare a call done in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Don't forget to come tonight at 9 o'clock. My God, I'm telling you, I feel so good today because of the word that came forth. And I praise God for that. We'll see you tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We love you all. God bless. God bless you. God bless you. Love you. Love you more, daughters. Amen. Amen. God bless. God bless you, man. God bless you, Prophet. God bless you. I'll talk to you later, Prophet. I'm going out okay. for a little bit, so I'll talk okay. to you later, okay? Okay, I'll call you around five or six. That'll be fine, man of God. God bless you okay. richly. Have a great day. God bless you, too, man. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.